This is Taylor. And this is Spencer. And we are the Sages, Sages of Nonsense. Nonsense. Welcome back, everybody. This is episode two. Yep. Last episode, we talked about, well, the topic was beer, but it, you know, got a little convoluted at certain times. But that's okay. That's what we're aiming for. Yeah, we were kind of all over the place. But this time, we're going to be talking about video games. Yeah, video games. We're both pretty nerdy people. So, you know. It's something that, like, and we don't have the same tastes in video games. I feel like, I mean, I, I can't speak for you, but I didn't have video games until I was, like, maybe, like, in the 8th or ninth grade. Really? Yeah, like, we had we had a Nintendo growing up. Yeah. And we had a WCW game, and <laughs> I think it was, like, Super Mario. Yeah. But that was really it. And uh, then I moved to Pennsylvania, and I got my first PlayStation. Oh. That's where I fell in love with Crash Bandicoot. Yep, yep. As one does. What was your What was your first delve into? <sighs> so, okay, my dad holds holds his opinion on this story, and I know he's lying <laughs> because it's it's just there's no there's no fucking way that this is true. I was three years old. My older sister was five, and for Christmas he got. I believe it was for me, but he got us a Sega Genesis 3. So, like, Sonic the Hedgehog yeah. and the whole kit and caboodle and whatever. And he holds true that that was for me. And I'm like, I was three years old. I didn't know what that was. I didn't know what video games were. Like, I barely watched television. Yeah, you're still putting stuff in your mouth at three years yeah. old. Yeah, like, and so I'm just like, he didn't buy that for me. He bought that for you. <laughs> and, like he, like, he holds true to that, but... He played all the games because me and my sister just couldn't at that age. Like we just didn't have Did the hand. Did he play video games? He, I mean, he played like Pong and stuff way back, and like okay. he talked about going to the arcade. But like when we had that, Dad was the one who beat the Sonic games for us because we lit physically couldn't. Like right, our, right. our hand-eye coordination, our reaction time was too slow. And so we, I just, I have memories of just sitting in our front room. It's like two in the morning, and we're all just hunched over watching Dad. He's just like, <laughs> just playing Sonic. And so that was my first like whatever into video games. My first, I guess, like eye opening experience at three. <laughs> and see, like I don't have, I guess you could call it a classical video game education. Yep. Like, like when I got into it, I didn't have any like retro like memories of playing Mega Man or anything yeah. like that. Like that just didn't it just wasn't my thing, you know? Like yeah. I was I was a little kid that was always sticking frogs and rocks in his pockets and shit like mm -hmm. that. I wasn't actually like playing video games, but then when I discovered yeah video games, it was also at the age where I was like, oh, I can just devote countless <laughs> hours to this. Like I could just while my entire life in front of this television. Like all my time could be spent right yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. But yeah, like, I don't know. Like, my mom and dad, or well, I shouldn't say my mom and dad. My dad complained about me playing, or my dad, no, I'm sorry. I, my words are all messed up. My mom was upset with how much time I would spend playing video games, which I just found ironic because I was like, you guys did this. You gave yeah, this thing to me. Yeah, you gave this to me. Like, like, I didn't. No, you started this. Because, like, after that, the, the next thing was uh, a Game Boy. And then, and then someone gave me Pokemon, and oh, it was over, yeah. dude. It was over. Like, my dad, because, like, my parents are part of this thing called Amway. It is essentially a pyramid scheme. There's no which way about it. Like, there are good people in it. Still a pyramid scheme. Oh, yeah, sure. And so they have, like, meetings. And so we would go to these meetings, like, once a month. So, like, us kids would just get toted around to the different states so mom and dad could go listen to people tell them how they can make a million dollars. But, like, they got me this Game Boy, and dad said there was some trip that, because I used to live in Nebraska, so it was Nebraska to Dallas, which is a long drive. Yeah. And so, do you know how many hours that is? I think it is. Oh man, I want to say it's like twelve or thirteen. Okay, yes, yeah. so that's maybe. a pretty good haul. Yeah, it might have been less than that. Maybe I don't know. I know all I remember is it was a long drive, and so accommodating for schedules, we'd usually leave at the soonest possible available moment, which means we'd drive through the night because Dad would do that. And so he said he's like, I would just look back in the back seat, and you'd be holding your purple Game Boy Color. The see-through one, and he, I had this big plastic apparatus on top that had a light and a magnifying yep, before glass. Before it had a backlight on it. Yeah, yep. and he was like, and you would just play that game. Whatever he, like, he didn't know what it was. He was just like, you just sit there and play that for, like, ten hours straight. And I was just like, I got And it was Pokemon? I got catching Pokemon, dude. <laughs> like, and that's just all I did. And, like, he was just like, um, I could, like, there was a couple times I could see behind his eyes. He was just like, what have I done? Yeah. <laughs> this is the poison that I have bequeathed to my son. Yep, yep. 
But yeah, Pokemon, I think it was silver that I had. That was the first one I played. I think mine was red. Yeah. I think I had red, and I think I also somehow got my hands on a Pokemon. What is it? Is it Crystal? Is that the one yeah. that was like the clear Crystal game was the, the, I think, well, I guess they did it the whole time, because like the first games were red, blue, and green, and then there was yellow, which was the different one, because you had Pikachu instead mm-hmm. of one of the starters, and he would follow you. But then after that, it was silver and gold, and then they, Crystal was like the in-between one where you could catch Suicune. And then I guess they just kind of helped. Well, I guess they didn't hold it over completely. They did that for a while, and I think they've stopped now. I don't really know. See, I, so, see, I don't even like. I don't even know who Squeaku is. Like, <laughs> I guess that doesn't that doesn't mean Squeak Squeaku. Yeah, but yeah, it was like a like a not quite clear, but like bluish. Right, right, right. Yeah, like translucent cartridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm like that with so many things, though. Like when I talk to, because like I, I feel like a lot of people will hear the way I talk about my nerdy topics now, mm-hmm. and they assume that I've always been into nerdy stuff yeah but like i really like i say i didn't have time i was just doing other things you yeah know? and like i but like i don't have a history of knowing like, like anime is another thing that's yeah. like that like i don't know anything about animes i think i watched uh what was the one where they pilot big animals Zoids. Zoids. Yeah. I, I dug Zoids, but I was also watching Zoids at like 5.30 in the morning yeah. before I got ready for work, you know? Yeah, or yeah. work, school. And, <laughs> work, you know. I put my work boots on and my mining cap and <laughs> gotta got, go to the yeah, steel mill. Got my shovel. But, um... <laughs> but, no, like, I, I never really got into any of that, so there's so much when people get into nerdy topics yeah. like old video games and old animes and everything like they're like oh yeah it's just like the evangelion and i'm like i don't know <laughs> you're speaking yiddish to me man i don't know what that I is i mean well like to be fair in the time period we grew up in in america there wasn't a good like uh, what's the word like avenue to find these things it yeah. was either you stayed up super super late or you knew somebody who knew somebody in a different country that would ship stuff over to you whether it was like uh, or in regards to anime, and like, but video games the same way is like we didn't really have the internet when we were kids, right? Or didn't have it yet. Not and in the capacity that we have it now. No, where you not can at just all. Like actually, look up. Like I want to play Mega Man. You yeah. Know? And so it's just like you're just relying on your friend's information. Yep. And it's really comes down to one rich friend who's just like, oh, my parents got me the new Pokemon right now because it just came out, and you're like, <laughs> my parents are poor. Yeah. But my parents got me a ball of string. Yeah. It's like look at this cool remote control car they got me for ten dollars, <laughs> and they're just like, you peasant. It's not even. Even the cool remote control car. It's the one with the cable that goes from the controller to the car, yeah. so you got to run top speed behind it. Yeah, yeah. Man, kids just don't know, don't even they don't even know anymore. Kids suck. <laughs> they should they should go to work. I've been yeah. saying that. Like it's 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 summertime. It's hot as fuck right now, and you're telling me on top of like working six days a week and it being hot as fuck. When I go out on the weekend, I gotta see these shitty little kids not using a crosswalk, just running across the highway. Yeah. I'm sick of it, man. Yeah. They should stay in school. Well, man, that that thing I was telling you about we went to last night, this little, we went to a little, like, party-esque thing for uh, a friend of my wife's. I felt really old because, like, half of the bar was people roughly our age and maybe a little bit older and maybe a little bit younger. And then the other side was, like, Freshly twenty ones, and I was just like, "Oh man!" Just their whole dynamic and culture of being a fresh twenty one year old at a bar. Like, I don't miss that no. at all. No, you're like, "What do you want to drink? Uh, uh, maybe a, a beer? What kind? There's fifty. Like, uh, uh, which one's cheap? We'll see. That's, PBR. That's at least more acceptable than how I was when I first turned twenty one. When I first turned twenty one. I didn't want to drink a beer at a bar. Yeah. Like, I could steal beers from my uncle's refrigerator. I didn't need to go to a bar to do that. What I want was, uh, have you ever heard of Walk Me Down? No. It's okay. So, they also call him an adios motherfucker. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. So, it's basically like a, uh, a Long Island iced tea is all the dark liquors mixed together haphazardly. Mm-hmm. A Walk Me Down is all the clear liquors mixed together oh, haphazardly. Okay. And I would just get fucking wasted on those things just <laughs> i remember like trying to steal a park pinch that was bolted to the oh sidewalk i mean it took me 30 minutes before i realized that i just it was actually secured to it's the pavement never and i wasn't happen. moving it you know yeah. and you know all my drunk friends are just standing around watching me 
I'm just like, wow, look at that idiot. Yeah. Yeah, we had a, there was a restaurant. Okay, it's a terrible, terrible restaurant. I think they're out of business now. When I lived in Indiana, there was a restaurant. Because that's where I turned 21. Because I was 19 when I moved out of Nebraska. And so, like, all my drinking was in uh, Evansville, Indiana. Whoop, whoop, shout out. <laughs> and uh, there was a restaurant chain there called Show Me's. And show Me's? Show Me's. Like, Two words, Show Me's. Okay. And it was it was like a shittier version of Hooters. Oh, yeah. Okay. So literally, show me and shit like that, and like they were not good. But on your birthday, you could get a fishbowl for free, and ba- for free for free. And so God, I shudder to think dude, <laughs> the kind of liquor they were pouring in that bowl, dude. Yeah, yeah. And one of the one of the choices was an adios motherfucker, and that was what I always got because oh. they were just like this one has the most alcohol, and I was just like, cool. No, yeah. That's I. I always used to joke that an adios motherfucker was everything that like whenever they clear a table mm-hmm. and all those drinks that are like half full, they just dump that into a bucket. And they're like, oh, what? Somebody ordered one? Yeah, here you go. Yeah, they're just like, hey, let's get all the bar mats, pour those out really quick, oh. and just. <laughs> Nasty. But yeah, so like that's my only like knowledge of that because I think I think it was on my twenty first. Somebody took me out and like show, showed me the ropes, quote unquote. Right, right, right. And they were like, Oh, you got go a twenty one year old wasted is yeah, what they did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're like, Oh, you gotta go to show me's and get an audio motherfucker and I was already fucking blown out. <laughs> like just super drunk because like they were just handing me shot after shot after shot because we were at a shitty dive bar where there was like two bucks. And and then they were like, here's your fishbowl. And I was just like, oh, my God. Oh, it looks great. Yeah, and I drank like half of it. And they're like, we're about to go. And I was like, I can't, I can't do any help. It's just, it's such a contrast to how we are now. Because like the two of us are sitting here right now drinking red beers. Mm-hmm. Like, which, if you don't know, is kind of like a Bloody Mary, but made with beer instead of vodka. And it's a pretty standard old man drink. Yeah. Oh, dude. So yummy. Listen, all my taste buds have died, and now the only thing I taste are salty salts and uh, and uh, herby, herby, sweet, tasty, delicious, you know, these. Yeah, you, I think you may have put a little bit too much soy sauce in that one. Oh, absolutely not. My heart is fine. Don't Just even get that ask umami. questions. Ooh, ooh. Dude, I got MSG downstairs. A little sprinkle on top. Just straight up MSG. <laughs> yeah, I do. Like, no, man, this is like 70s Coke. This it's is like, the good yeah, stuff. <laughs> God, I can't imagine. That would burn so bad. That's one of my favorite, favorite words is umami. Umami. It's not because, like, I know it's not dirty. <laughs> but it's, it sure does. It sounds Oh, dirty. I just caught, like, in the middle of you talking. I was like, I know where he's going with Oh, this. yeah, big time. Oh, I don't, I don't mean to throw my wife under the bus at any capacity. But, but here goes. But, like, I'm not throwing under the bus, but, like, she couldn't even get through this with a straight face. This is like a, it ties to a conversation we had at work the other day. We were at the bar at this thing, drinking and whatever, and I'm like, how long are we staged? She's like, I don't know, and we're like, blah, 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 and like, there's all these women there, because like, it was her friend, so it's just a ton of women, both like, little young 21s and whatever, and so they're all just being dumb and promiscuous, because I feel like that's what women do when they get together and there's alcohol involved, they're just like, how can we be sleuths, but not, and I'm just like, I don't understand that, because I'm not with my dudes, just like, <laughs> you guys want to sling your dick? We should rub our buttholes together, yeah. you guys want to? But like, they're talking about that, and the jet is just like... She looks at me, she's like, you know, a couple more of these, who knows, maybe I'll call you daddy at the end of the night, and just breaks in the middle of that, just starts laughing, and I just look at her, I'm just like, no, I don't. Yeah, that will bring about an abrupt, and did we cover this last week? No, we talked about this at work, and you were just like, what if, what, because I think I said, I was like, it's fine, like, for some reason the daddy thing doesn't bother me that much. Absolutely not. I know, you wholly disagree. Like, it doesn't, I guess, it doesn't get under my skin, because, like, I have this thing of the, like, if you're with somebody you love, and it's consensual, and you both are having a good time, if things happen, you kind of just go with it and let it roll off, like, you just go with the flow, because it's just like, you two loving each other. And Spencer was like, no, there's definitely a line in the sand. absolutely (laughs) boundaries. Are you kidding me? Like... Okay, like I'm telling you right now, no matter what Jenna's doing, no matter what she's wearing or how sexy she's behaving, if she just fucking ripped a huge fart, it doesn't matter if you're in the throes of passion. You're still just going to be like, oh. Ooh, it's like it probably won't ruin the mood. You're not no. going to like lose your boner or anything. Well, there's going like, to be a there stutter. Will be, yeah, there will be a pause where you're like, ooh. Maybe we're just going to back off and let this smell clear for a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wafted away. Oh, 
But then, uh, but yeah, you talked to me. You're like, okay, okay. You called Jenna mommy, and I was just like, exactly. No, yeah, no. It doesn't work. It doesn't. I don't know. And that's like, and that you know, I don't mean to point fingers, but I think you're kind of a fucking creep if you like being called daddy. It's it's weird (sighs) to me. Yeah. It. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. There's just I don't know. There's conceptual or conceptual, contextual stuff, and like I don't know what I was. I don't know if I was watching something, reading something. They were talking about this. It was like a. Oh. <laughs> um, I can't, <laughs> I can't remember if it was uh, a video or an article, but it was like a sex expert, quote unquote, person talking about like where a lot of these like kinks stem from. And yeah, it was just kind of it was just kind of weird because then when you really get into like the the long and the short of some of these, it's just like, ooh, that one comes from a bad place. Yeah, it's absolutely childhood trauma. I can't imagine it coming from a healthy place. It's just like, oh man. Um, yeah, I don't know. How did we, man? We just take off topic. We were talking we, about video games. We were talking, then about, we were talking about Pokemon, and then we were talking about. Uh, calling one another daddy. Yeah. And that's how we got here. Well, not us calling each other daddy. I would. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. No, 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 no. No, we're the fellas. That would, but... I would I would clock out and leave. <laughs> He's like, I, I have to go home He's like, now. hey, daddy, can you cut this board down don't, to like no. six and a half? No, no, Absol- no. Nope, never mind. You know what? I don't need this shit. No. Sometimes I feel weird calling my dad dad. I'm just like, dad. And I'm like, we're both adults. Father. I. I have to catch myself sometimes. From calling my dad Tim. Yeah. Just because, like, it's like you said, like, I'm not a little boy. Like, we're I, both. I'm a man. We're both grown men. Yeah. He calls me Spencer. Like, why shouldn't, like. Uh, why can't I call you Tim? Yeah. Like, and I feel like that way, even, like, if I had my own kids, I do feel like it would be weird being called, like, that, that there is only, like, one or two people in the whole world that don't call me by my name. Yeah. So, uh. I'll say this. As a stepdad, it is they like I don't know what it is. There's something about once you like you have a, a, a child, especially one that you raise from, you know, inception to like adulthood, that like it, dad is less of a or mom or whatever or whatever you go by as a parent is is less of like a uh, title and more of a term of endearment. But you know I don't know. So anyways, I did. We're good. Awesome. Outstanding. Sorry, um, guys. I had to break because all this red beer was getting to me. I had to go piddle. Big, big peas. Big peas coming in. Um, but no, so after the game, back to video games, I guess. Um, after the Game Boy, I had a lady who worked with my mom's son. I think she had three sons. One of them gave me and my sister a PlayStation 1. And just like you were saying, it was just like Crash Bandicoot, Spyro, the world is this is all that exists anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just play it until the end of time. That did you ever play? I played. I wore this game out on uh, PlayStation One. Did you ever play Siphon Filter? No, but I vaguely know what you're talking about. I'm I'm pretty sure it was like Excuse a Dollar me? General Splinter Cell. Mm. But man, I mean, like, and now it's to the point where like I remember spending hours and hours, probably days of my young life playing this game i couldn't even tell you what the fuck it's about right now i don't know i was just beating people up like i don't know taking them down yeah like i don't know what siphon filter is like like if you were to ask me to define it like now it's a band i think it was the band in the game that played all the theme music like i don't fucking know there was this one game i don't know i think we got it at a yard sale for like two dollars it had never been opened and it was a playstation one game called i think it was called one or the one and it was like a on-rail shooter, but it was third person. And you're just this dude with like a giant gun arm. And you're just like running through the city. And like, I guess you're a wanted criminal, I think. And you're like, and like taking all these guys down. And then there's like airplanes and hovercraft. Well, when you say guys, you mean police officers, law enforcement. Folks. I mean, they were in like riot gear. So oh, no, probably. yeah. Like, so. Well, yeah, that's, we just, that's, that's, that's where you learn that criminality was cool. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, beat a bad guy. <laughs> Super dope. Uh, yes. Just took a quick look up to find it. Yeah, it was just called One, and it's like a barcode on the cover. Just look back. Just look. Oh, man, we're making all sorts of sounds. Just look no, like yeah, that. I don't. 
but it was like this and you just like you ran like it was always there was always movement like you didn't stop ever you just had to like keep moving and running and just bah, 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 bah. and I don't, I don't know like like I said we got it at a garage sale for like two bucks it was unopened man and I was just like oh dope that was really I feel like the heyday of games that were all like it was almost like someone just opened up a dimension and pulled this game back because like mm-hmm. they weren't by any known developers it wasn't anything popular it's not like you could take this game and like go and talk to your friends about it you know like there were games like that yeah but i mean before and i think that kind of changed with online gaming oh yeah, yeah, yeah because online gaming made it to where like you and all your friends are now doing this. Yeah. Whereas before, it's like you had your game collection, your buddies had their game collection, and you could go to their house and play theirs, they could come to your house and play yours, but once online gaming really became super accessible to everyone with a console, Mm -hmm. that's when the big names like Call of Duty started exploding and stuff like that. The fun thing that I think about on a regular basis in reference to Call of Duty is that in the, I think... No, it was PlayStation 2, because that's when online online just started. Um, Medal of Honor was the one that was dominating oh, yeah. the FPS like whole field. Like, Call of Duty, people were like, oh, Call of Duty? <laughs> but Medal of Honor, like, Rising Sun, that was the first one I played. Cause yep. I think it's the first one. Back when every shooter was a World War II game. <laughs> <laughs> that was just like, everybody played it. They're like, have you played Medal of Honor? And blah, blah, blah. And now Medal of Honor died, I think, in like 20... 14 2015 yeah. and they're just like yeah we don't like games anymore because nobody gives a shit and i'm like well no. i mean and you can't really blame them Mm-mm. because i mean in my opinion those types of games the fps games that were made at that time it became a race for the first person to make a modern game right and call of duty did it first and and then it was over it's like nobody cares anymore. Yeah, then after that, it was just like a shutout. Yeah, because like people are just like, oh, they're they're guns that like you've seen in movies. Like they're mm-hmm. not World War Two reenactment guns or whatever. They're real guns that you've seen on a regular. I mean, World War Two guns are real too. But you know what I mean? Like, wait, World War Two? That yeah. happened? Yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to burst that bubble. Bullshit. Well, Who won? Uh, me, me. <laughs> <laughs> we did. He said I did. It was. Fucking, it was me. I I was there. Fucking nailed them, dude. But yeah, and then like people just lost it, and like you said, it was it was the fact that you could get on a game, and all of the buddies you had going to school were then on that same game with you, and you could talk to each other and play this game and scream endlessly yep. over a microphone. Which I did have a friend growing up who played a lot of uh, computer online mm-hmm. games. Like he was, I remember he was super into uh, uh, Knights of the Old Republic, the yeah. Star Wars game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was so so fucking terrified of playing online games on a computer. Yep. Just because, like, I, I because I didn't have access to a computer in the internet at home. Yeah. Which, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. My family absolutely had a computer and absolutely had the internet. I just wasn't allowed to use it. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah. I was so afraid from everything I had seen on, like, Law and & Order and oh, all the horror yeah. stories that I was told in school that I was like, if I play this game they are going to get pictures of my butthole. <laughs> like, I don't know how, and I don't know what they're going to do with them, but they're going to get pictures gonna, of my butthole. They're going to find them, and they're going to yeah. take them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, that's the interesting thing, too, just about the internet in general, is that, like, in its in its infancy, they were like, don't share any of your, your real data nope, online. Don't nothing. tell your people your first name. Don't tell them your address. Don't tell them your, like, your phone number. Don't give them anything. Don't even tell them your dog's name. And now it's just like, would you like to make a profile? What is your first and last name? Yeah, what's your social security number? Where, where, and your where do you live? Primary debit card. Yeah, and th- what is your phone number? Oh, and yeah, yeah, like you said, we need your debit card in case we uh, you would like to purchase anything on yeah. our site. It's like, don't you just don't we post pictures here? It's like, well, yeah. Well, sure, but, but what if you want to buy someone else's photo? Yeah, exactly. Of butthole. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! I had to I had to break that news to my mom the other day. What? Uh, that people are selling pictures. Okay, well, I'm sure my mother knew that people were selling pictures of their buttholes online. Mm-hmm. Um, but I for, mean, we were in we Walmart, and I made the joke about like, oh, yeah, we can't afford that. Uh, not until uh, Brianna starts selling some of her used underwear. Oh. And she was like, what? Oh. And I was like, I was like, mother, have you never heard of this? And she was like, people. Who's buying them? And I was like, dirty, dirty perverts, mother. Yeah. Like, dirty, dirty, gross little pervs. Yeah. Like, you can sell 
use underwear, use socks. Like oh. you can sell pictures of your feet. Yeah. Like it's like yeah. now it's really gotten to the point where like the whole internet market has really opened up and given equal opportunity to anyone. Yeah. Because it used to be, I feel like there was a stigma around selling content online where it's yeah. like, well, I'm not in shape. So nobody's going to want to buy that. Oh yeah, they fucking will. Yeah, oh yeah, they absolutely will. Everybody likes everything all the time. Yep, it's like the the uh, the rules of the internet, rule thirty four. If it exists, somebody has made porn about yep, it. Yep, there is a porn. It's just like oh, because oh, oh, oh. a couple of those I'm just like like referencing back. I was talking to Jen about this the other day. I was just like, Pokemon has so much explicit content that people make in their houses and put on the internet. It's baffling to me. I just... Because I'm just like, they're little battle creatures. And people are just like, yeah, but that one right there, pretty sexy. See, and that's <laughs> that's the link that I can't make. I think what it is is because it's an animal. Mm-hmm. And, like, I've never, like... And they all lay eggs. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's any feature of an animal that I'm like, oh, God, I wish women could do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I can't think of anything in the natural world that I'm like, why can't people do that? Oh, man, that's terrifying because then it's like there's a dude like that and you're like, you just can't take him to the zoo ever. Right, yeah. Because he's just walking around the zoo. Just, just walking back and forth across the giraffe enclosure. Oh, oh he's like, look at him. It's the next. It's the next for me and it's his like, big old neck. Dude, they got a 17-inch tongue. Just hearing it gag for 30 minutes trying to throw up <laughs> over a 9-foot neck. Just, <laughs> Do you think it takes that long, or do you think it just comes out super fast and like it leaves their throat at like Mach five? See, it's there's gotta be there's gotta be an equation that equates distance because like yeah. we imagine that us vomiting is immediate, just because like that's just the time frame in which you vomit for people. Yeah. But like if you've got a neck that's nine feet long, <laughs> like there is a delay, like there yeah. is a lag in between. Like oh no, this is coming back up. Yeah. Oh, it's got a long way to go. Hang on. Oh, hang on. <laughs> this, that's why I'm curious to know if, like, maybe they throw up super, super fast. Maybe it is just like, it's like a bullet in a barrel. But it, it just, can't. Ugh. It can't be. Because if it's like, if it's that fast, then it would literally just blow their frontal lobe out of the top of their skull I mean, when it hit their mouth. Not necessarily, because if they lean their head back and angle to the same of their throat. And just, just fire like, into the air like they're launching a rocket. Yeah, because, like, I mean, there's that, uh, I can't remember the exact thing, but they say, like, when you sneeze, the particles leave your nose at, like, 200 miles an hour or something yeah. insane like that. So I'm just like, there's, I mean, maybe. If that neck's just nothing but muscles and it's basically just, just like, doosh, 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 doosh. Well, see, in that, too, I don't feel like it builds. Yeah. Like, I feel like that would probably be the worst part about vomiting if you're a giraffe. Yeah. Is that a lot of the propulsion is coming from your gut. So, like, you actually have to utilize the muscles in your neck to keep it going. Yeah. Because otherwise, otherwise you're going to get hung up halfway through the barrel. You just choke and die. Yeah. <laughs> Man. They should make a video game about giraffes throwing up. I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's something already out there. Well, there's a goat simulator. It can't be that much different. Dude, that game. There's another one called, like, Frog. I don't think it's Frog Simulator. It's, like, Froggy something or other. You're talking about Frogger? No, 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 no. Oh, no. okay. It is identical to Goat Simulator, except you're a frog that stands on two legs. You just run around, and there's just bizarre things to do in this place you're in. Like, when you uh, say bizarre. Let me see if I can find it. I don't, like, super, super weird. Like, Oh, what is it called? Frog game. Oh, man. Yep, Frogger. I this knew it was amazing coming. frog. You look like this, and you just run around, and it's just like crossbow. There's like what? giant fans that throw you in the air. There's cannons you can jump in. There's like you can steal and like rob stuff from people. Like just pure insanity. So it's insanity. like GTA, but you're a frog. But you're an amazing frog. There's another one about a, about, I think it's a deer. And all I remember about this game, I've never played it. All I remember is watching a clip of somebody, and they found a gun, and then it mounted the guns to their antlers, and they <laughs> ran around, and it was just like... Da, 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 da. Wait, is that deer? Is it... Is it, the, is it... No, I'm serious. I think I it's know. just called deer, and it's got three E's. Let's see. Let's see. One, two, three. That's two. I know what it... Yeah, that one yeah! right there. Yeah. Deer. And it's just like... Dude, I... I, I the internet is one of those things for me that it's like I super appreciate the fact that like it's an open communal space that anything can exist but also 
It's an open communal space <laughs> where anything. anything can exist. <laughs> it's just like, dude, this place is full of some of the coolest shit you've ever seen, but mostly just nightmare yeah. fuel. Yeah. I'm just like, oh. Also things that will keep you from sleeping for the foreseeable future. Yeah. But, man, man, oh, man. I don't know. So, okay, back back to video games. <laughs> Let's make our... Well, yeah. I mean, we're talking well about no, games. yeah, we've still been on video games. I guess video games that we're actually going to play, because I haven't downloaded... Dear, <laughs> no, no, no. But, but no, my uh, my favorites were definitely. I remember the when I really fell in love with video games, uh, and I'm talking like the type that like I would actually stay up until four in the morning playing. Mm-hmm. It was uh, Oblivion, mm-hmm. which I don't want it like. And don't get me wrong, Oblivion's a great game, but I feel like it really is just RPGs. Yeah. Like, any role-playing game like that. And it's funny because we talked about D&D in the last episode. And I obviously love Dungeons & Dragons. But I didn't realize that that's what all these games were based off of. Yeah. So, like, the whole reason for making an RPG video game was to scratch the itch of, you know, having to play D&D with your little notebook and your sheets yeah. of paper and stuff like that. Seven of your closest friends. Right. Yeah, and yeah, you yeah. could actually just like sit Excuse and me. play. Ooh, Dros. Oh, a little. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Dros. That's uh, gross. God, I'm, I'm so sorry. Premium content, everybody. <laughs> Hacking up phlegm. Um, but no, like that was kind of my first uh, like eye-opening experience. Yeah, like yeah. really getting into RPGs, and then I, I'm, you were the first one that I ever seriously played Dungeons and Dragons with. Yeah, I had played a couple games before, but most of the games I had played before had some serious growing pains. You know, it was mm-hmm. a lot of people playing for their first time. Yeah, but when I got into it, I realized I was like, man, it's crazy that games like Oblivion are based off of role playing games, like mm-hmm. tabletop role playing games. And even still, I feel like I have not been able to find a video game that adequately emulates a tabletop RPG. No. Like, it's just not really there. Well, I feel like the problem is that, like, D&D is essentially you create a tiny world that your characters live in and you get to play as those characters. But because you create a tiny world and it's all imagination and it's all theater of the mind, the only rules that apply are those same stipulations that apply in real life. Whereas that is in, that is, it's wildly difficult to accomplish that in a video game because like with the technology that we currently have or the technology we're talking about at the time when oblivion came out, yeah, there were so many restrictions back then unlike mm-hmm. like some absolute marvels were still made but there were so many restrictions via the technology that like they couldn't be like well you just can't go over here well why can't i go over there it's like because we don't have enough data space inside <laughs> your console or on the disc it's like we're giving you a lot man yeah and it's just like well why can't i just do this and it's like oh, well i don't want all that i want this thing i can't yeah have. it's just like i just want to do the thing but like and then D D, it's like dude you can absolutely do that it's like i want to steal this man's wife and just run away great cool you can never go back to that town that man's gonna hunt you down for the rest of your life and if you're show your face in this country again there's a warrant out for your arrest because you stole him and you have the whole you have to deal with a crazy woman that you've stolen and her trying to get away from you unless of course she develops stockholm syndrome which probably wouldn't happen you have to roll for that yeah you'd have to roll for that to be like does her insanity take hold yet it'd be a counter roll Uh, because she has to try not to get yeah she's like i don't want to be here it's like and then she's like and you're like but do you but you do i've given you money and gold or gold and food but yeah it's just i mean it's hard to create an experience that's as close to real life as possible inside a video game. I remember when I got that, that was kind of when I became daunted by Dungeons and Dragons. We were talking about actually fighting a dragon Mm -hmm. and that it's not like, obviously it's just a game, but because it's such an accurate role-playing game, you can't just be like, I'm going to kill the dragon. Yeah. Kill it, and then the dragon's dead. <laughs> and then we get a whole big old bag of money and a bunch like, of beer no, and all no. the chicks, and it's going to be great. Because, like, there are social repercussions mm-hmm. to kill it. Because it's an RPG game, you do have to play it 
like it's real life. Otherwise, yeah. what's the point? Yeah. You know? So if you kill a dragon, you have, like, not only the social repercussions of it, whereas there are other dragons that are going to find out that there are yeah, people running like, around willy-nilly the... killing dragons. It's like, I didn't know, I didn't like that guy, but right. what the fuck? But that's still not cool. Yeah. But then there's also the logistics of it. Dragons are enormous, and you've just got a carcass laying in the middle of the city. Like, what? Like yeah. you gotta, you got to get rid of that piece of shit. Like, what are you going to do? You're going to chop it up? I guess you could eat some of it. Some of it you can't eat. But, like, I mean, it's not like... It's not a video game where it just disappears. No. And that is kind of one of those things that, like, you do have to put in your mind when you're playing Dungeons & Dragons yeah. is, like, oh, no, there are actual logistics to this shit that aren't just like, oh, yeah, it spawned over here and I can kill it and then the, the corpse will just despawn and blah, blah. It's like, no, no. man, like, it's got to go somewhere. Yeah. The terrifying about killing big, powerful creatures like that in D&D and just, like, just leaving them and just dipping out. <coughs> Excuse me is that a creature of that magnitude and power has influence over the space in which it occupies. Because, like, in D&D, in the books, it talks about, like, if a dragon resides in an area long enough, uh, especially an ancient dragon, it affects, like, miles around it. Like, it's a, there's, whole, there's so many effects that happen because of... Oh, we're taking a little pee break. It's a um, tinkle. I did a little tinkle. Um, so many things that it affects, like both creatures, environments, cities, whatever. So, like, you kill a dragon, not only, like you said, are social repercussions of, like, there could be a city that has an agreement with that dragon that it doesn't come and kill them. Now the dragon is gone, and all they're thinking about is there are other things that are going to show up now and be like, you guys made a deal with this dragon, and now it's dead. This is your fault, and then you're just going to be responsible for killing a city. But, like... There are other powerful creatures that might show up and be like, a dragon corpse is super valuable. Like, if you have a lich show up and they turn that dragon corpse into a zombie, you now have a mostly powered zombie zombified dragon that is now just under the lich's control. And so Which then it's the just, lich is already a fucking problem. Yeah. And so now you're just like, oh, now our problem's huge. Or worse is the... Lich goes through the process of bringing the dragon back to life and in insane, insane process turns it into a Drago Lich, which is way worse. <laughs> so it's just like, yeah, you can't just... That is like, a cool band name, though. Drago Lich? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you can't just go, like... I mean, you can. You can absolutely go around and just kill stuff, but, like, there's just... There's bad things that happen, man. And then you gotta deal with those problems. It's like... It's a butterfly effect. Yeah, I... I feel like a lot of people have... Like, when I explain Dungeons & Dragons to them because they're so used to playing video games mm -hmm. is they just have this idea that the DM is just making shit up on the fly. And it's really, it's, I try to explain it. It's kind of like, like take your favorite book. Yep. Like mine would be Dune, you know, like take Dune. And then if I was the DM, I would just have all of this accumulated, accumulated knowledge about Dune. Yep. And, Everyone else would just like make up a character and play that character within the world of Dune. And because I have all this knowledge, I can tell you how the world is going to react to your behaviors yeah. in game. Yeah. Whereas in a video game, all that shit's done for you. Yep. Like that's, you know, I mean, that's really what you're paying for when it comes mm -hmm. to things like Skyrim and Fallout and stuff like that is that you're, you're paying for all of that data to be accomplished immediately. So if yep. you kill someone who didn't deserve it, you immediately have a bounty. Mm -hmm. You know, there's there's a program involved that's going to be like, hey, fuck that guy. Right. Whereas in Dungeons and Dragons, yes, there are more open-ended options, but it's it's <laughs> manual. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you're going to have to roll to see whether or not somebody saw you stabbing that mm -hmm. old lady. And <laughs> Whether oh, or not, like, poor old lady. yeah, like if they take off running, whether or not you can catch them, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just one of those things that's interesting to me because, like, like you said, it, I feel like video games have a tendency, which is totally fine. This is not a problem by any means, um, but they make you the main character. Yeah, which is great. I mean, that's it's the it's part of the experience. It's what you're looking for. It's like you want to be the hero, you want to be the good guy or the bad guy, I guess, depending on the game. Um, Whereas D&D, &D, like, D&D &D at its core is a group storytelling exercise. Mm -hmm. And so, like, you can't just walk around like, I'm the biggest, baddest guy around. Because people will be like, I don't know who you are, man. It's like maybe 300 miles south, like, from where you sailed from, 
they do know who you are. Right but here, I don't. I don't. Nobody knows your fucking it's name. Like, I don't give a shit about you, dude. Right. And then, oh, what? And it's just like, and then you get a fight, and then the town guards show up, then you get thrown in jail, and then you either buy your way out, sneak your way out, and can't go back to the city ever again. See, the big thing that I feel like people don't realize too is that I mean, and of course it depends on the type of game you're playing and and who your dungeon master is, but in Dungeons and Dragons, you start out at level one. Yeah. And even in a video game, level one is still like you're still god tier compared yeah. to all these other people running around but at level one you're just a dude yeah like you you're are just a schmuck barely above the regular guy in town who's bailing hay yeah and yeah. so like you really can't just go in and be like oh no yeah let's just go in and fight this dragon like you'll just get decimated like it's no. not it's not yeah. fun that way you know it's like yeah yeah exactly and like i've met a lot of people who make their characters like my character it's known in the West as blah, 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 blah. And he's t- taking on a dragon and a lich and a this. And I was like, what, what level are you again? One. No, you have yeah, not. Yeah, no, you haven't. Unless you come no. from a kingdom of absolute invalids. Yeah. No, you didn't. It's like, dude, you're, your mommy and daddy are the king and queen. They've paid people to dress up like these creatures. And they go, oh, no, you have failed us. <laughs> and then now you're in the real world. And some old lady bitch slaps the fuck out of you for taking an apple without paying. And you take six points of damage. Right. And half your health is gone. And then you turn around and try and fight her, and all her nephews come out and beat you to Just death with broken ends of death. broomsticks. And it's like, well, I guess we're uh, rolling a new character yep. for you right now. But yeah. no, uh, so pretty much, much to my chagrin, mm-hmm. video games have gone away from... And I feel like whenever I was in high school, RPGs were really where it was at. You know, yeah. there was some online gameplay, but like... People were really interested in story-driven games. Yeah. And now it's not really like that anymore. They're trying to incorporate stories into online games, like yeah. when with Red Dead Online yeah. and coming out with Fallout Online and, uh, what is it? Is it not Skyrim? Uh, Elder Scrolls yeah. Online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's one of those, like those games, in my mind anyway, aren't a satisfactory story-driven game and they're not a satisfactory online game like i feel like you have to half-ass both of those things to be able to put them together yeah i think it's i mean i think it's the 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 biggest part of it and the reason this the multiplayer is pushed so hard nowadays is because the internet has grown to this colossal you know creature that we deal with on a regular basis and because of that video games have been put in the spotlight more and more and more as Mm -hmm. the years go by and like careers have come out of it now and tournaments and like ESPN now hosts like full blown tournaments for whatever game it is. And so people are treating it less like the origin story of football and more like, Oh, well the super bowl is next week. Yeah. And so like the origin story of football is super cool. Great. But I want to see the two teams that have been training all season Mm -hmm. beat the ever living shit out of each other Mm -hmm. at the super bowl. So because like I stream Apex right now and I mean it's just it's so sweaty it's just like people are just want to be the best so bad which is great for the game but like god it makes me want to pull my hair out it's just washed out like like there's no it's almost like with with games like that there's not any room for somebody who just wants to jump in and have a good time no and especially this this last season they they made a change to the rank system Without explaining the whole thing, basically there's there's ranked play and there's like pu- public matches. Mm-hmm. And public matches is usually where players who just start out or just want to check out the game end up playing because why would you play ranked when you're playing against people who are attempting to gain rank and move up in the leaderboards. And they made changes to the rank system. They basically overhauled the whole thing. And in my opinion, all it did was it really catered to the 1% of players who are the top, the best players who Mm -hmm. stream every day. They get paid to stream. Like, this is all they do. And then everybody else was just kind of like, this isn't fun anymore. And then what I witnessed over the season was that it pushed the, the, like, the mid to high tier players, not the best, but, like, still really good players. It pushed them out of ranked because it was just outrageous. Yeah. Into pubs. And then regular people, if they come in and play, they're just getting their fucking shit kicked in by these guys who are like I played this game 30 hours this week and like I'm really high rank and like I'm super good at this game and then you got Timmy who's coming and he's like hey what you played the game please and see that's kind of where I'm at yeah because like I don't and I'm not going to befriend anybody for playing video games for 30 hours a week if you've got the time and you can pull it off buddy I would too absolutely go out there and do your thing 
But that's why, like, one of my favorite games to play is Ark, which Ark is, uh, it's basically a builder platform. Like, um, you're, you know, taming dinosaurs and different dinosaurs have different abilities and blah, 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 blah. But you can play it just by yourself where you're the only survivor on this map and you have to harvest materials and Mm -hmm. build your castle and all this other stuff. Or you can play it on an online server. Mm -hmm. But if you play it on an online server, there are people who have formed tribes. Yeah. And who, I mean, just have like guys like we were talking about that spend 30 hours a week mining certain materials so they can build laser weapons and stuff like that. And then I'm over here with like working my ass off just to grow a fucking carrot yeah. and then they're like we're gonna run out and burn his shit down and steal his carrot and I'm like just just leave me alone leave me alone like yeah. dude that's how I felt about um, when GTA 5 came out I bought that game because it looked cool I watched a bunch of play, like videos of people playing it I was like this looks fun um, but I also feel like that's one of those games where like you need a crew of guys to play with otherwise mm-hmm. it's not as fun but anyways so I played it for a while and then I went to online and it was just the weirdest it was like a social experiment it's just the weirdest thing that like if you're in GTA 5 and you load into a public like lobby and there's I, I don't know how many what their player cap is on a lobby but like if there's more than like 20 people in that lobby it's just like as soon as you see somebody if you're not partied up with them or they're not in your crew or like if it's just somebody you just have no idea who they are it's just immediate first response is one of us has to die. Right, yeah. Just immediate. And I just was like, every time it happened, I was just like, this is so fucking dumb. It's like, there's just a dude. Because, like, there was a, this one time I was playing, this guy just followed me around for, like, 30 minutes. Every time I would respond somewhere, he'd show up and kill me. It's just like, just fuck off, dude. And, like, how was that a good time for them? Yeah, like, haha, I killed you 70 times in the last 20 hour, or twenty minutes. Blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, oh, you could just do anything else. Yeah, you could go it's and like, do literally anything else. It's like, why don't you go steal a plane and just fucking leave me alone? I'm just trying to buy a new gun, and I want to go change my jacket in the goddamn like clothing store. Fuck off! And see, I don't know, I don't know about GTA, but I know uh, Red Dead, Red Dead Two online. Yep. Uh, people will do that kind of shit too, and like yeah. just keep hunting you down every time you respawn. And what's shitty about it is that in Red Dead, when you die, you don't just drop all your shit for them to pick up. Yeah. So it's like at a certain point, like after 30 minutes of just being murdered by the same guy over and over again, it's like, what is to be gained? Yeah. There's like, like what are you nothing. doing? Like, what is what is the purpose of this? Like, are you just like, I, were you just mercilessly berated by your wife and you're like, I'm going to go fucking, I'm going to show them. I'm going to go. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to spend the next 20 minutes in this lobby just murdering every person yeah. I see. She's like, yeah, I don't know. Every time it happened, I was just like, "This, it's so bizarre. It's like, fuck, man, I guess it's cheaper than therapy. Yeah, like, to me, because, like, I, I went to college for a very small amount of time because uh, we ran out of money. He did so good. Yeah, but, you know, being poor is a big problem when it comes to uh, collegiateness. Um, but I was a psych major, and so, like, whittling, or, like, uh, like uh, going through the thought process of a person who loads into a game like that, and that they're only, the only thing they can do is, like, Oh, I saw a player. I got to kill them. I'm just like, there's so many like weird implications to your mindset right. when you're playing that I'm just like, are you okay? It's kind of like when What's you, the matter? it's kind of like when you see somebody who, um, especially someone who's like in a relationship mm-hmm. talking shit about women and mm-hmm. just like how they're not as smart as men. They're not as well accomplished or not as able as men are and stuff like that. And they just go on and on and on. And, like, at a certain point, you're just like, man, you're honestly, you're revealing a lot more about yourself than I feel like you're yeah, wanting like, to. Hey, man. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Well, in that same vein, it's the people that are like, they act a certain way when there's significant others around. And then as soon as they're gone, it's like, oh, this is a different person. Yeah, it's completely it's different. Like, oh, do I have a social obligation to tell your significant other now? See, I feel like the social obligation more falls on. Hey, why are you doing that, man? Mm-hmm. Like, because yeah. if we're supposed to be bros, yeah, uh, bro to bro, you're acting funny. Yeah, it's like you are being classy shit. Because yeah. it's like, would you say that in front of your lady right <laughs> Absolutely now? Absolutely not. You like, know? Well, no. And it's like, well, then why are you saying it? Didn't just yeah. Then okay, that either means that you don't believe it. Yeah. Or that your heart's not being honest in the relationship. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 
So, oh, sorry. I just, oh, I was just gonna say, I feel like a lot of that could be solved by uh, just let yourselves be gay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, because I'm super like, and I, I, I feel like I speak for this podcast mm-hmm. when I say we are an LGBTQ plus positive podcast. Yeah, like, we got some big thumbs up. Yeah, whatever you're into, man, fuck it. Like genuinely, literally, yeah. Like, like <laughs> if that's what you're into, man, absolutely put your parts in that. Yeah, or let her let them put their parts in you. Whatever you're into. Yeah, but yeah, I feel like that's a big disconnect because women, I feel, don't do that as much, and no. it's because there's less of a stigma on them growing up to where like, oh yeah, they can be seniors having a slumber party mm-hmm. and they'll, you know, maybe make out a little bit and they'll explore one another yeah. and blah, blah. So like they're cool, but like all the guys who were the super hyper bros in high school, like, oh yeah. no man, like absolutely we absolutely not. shower naked together and we snap each other on the ass with towels and shit, but we don't look at each other as Peters. And it's yeah. like, yeah, you do, man. Just it's cool. Just like check it out. If you're not into looking at Peters, that's the best way to find out. Yeah, like for me, because I had that the same thought. I was just like, because like there's all sorts of media, like movies and stuff you watch where the girls are like, "Well, let me practice making out on you," and it's their friend. And I'm just like, every time I see a scene like that, I'm just like, this is how I know I'm a straight man, because I would never consider that with a male friend of mine. No, like, hey, yeah, like I just like no, nah, I just figured it out. I did what I'm what like. Am no I, offense to any dude who wants to make out with his dude friends. Like, you go for it. Man. Yeah, absolutely. You get in there. If nothing else, I respect you for your candor. Yeah. Like, be honest. Everybody needs to be more honest. Listen, if you got somebody out there and you guys, like, whatever you're into and they're, and you don't know if they're into it, just go for it. So you've never kissed a man? <sighs> Not on the lips. Not even on accident? No. Are you just saying that because we're, we're recording right now? No, I am not. <laughs> I, uh,. No, like, I have kissed friends on the forehead, on the cheek, and I think that's it. But I've never had, like, no, I've just never had a situation where that would happen or there was a reason for that to happen or somebody attempted something on me. Um, I've had people definitely ask me if I was gay, and I can't, I don't know for sure if they were asking because they just thought I was gay and was masking or if they were gay and were trying to feel out if I was. But I don't know. I mean, I've been hit on by a lot of gay dudes. I don't know if that means anything. So, well, maybe I'm just I feel like the reason man. It, that's what it is. <laughs> We're just the Adonis of, of video game nerds. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I feel like that's a that's something that guys like you and I have. Pro- and I can't speak for you, but I feel like I've run into a lot. Is a lot of people have assumed that I'm gay, mm-hmm. not because. Um, I behave like, you know, what the media defines as a stereotypical homosexual or anything like that. But be just because I'm I'm cool with gay people. Yeah. Like just because like like I'm like I'm not freaked out by it. Like no. I've never understood the whole like, well you can be gay, but don't throw your lifestyle in my face. Like that just doesn't make <laughs> sense to me. Like just be like like cuz honestly, if I'm standing in a grocery store holding hands with my wife, I don't feel like I'm throwing my lifestyle no. in anyone's face. So if I see two gay people walking holding hands, I don't feel like they're throwing anything no. in my face. Now, if a gay man was chasing me around Walmart trying to grab my Peter, it's like that's that's just it's like hey hey man yeah. I told you no blanket statement that's assault yeah like, yeah yeah like, <laughs> yeah like I don't care who Come you here. are like if someone's trying to grab your pieces and you don't want them to that's assault yeah but like as far as just like like I've I've gone to pride functions yeah. and things like that and it doesn't I don't understand the mindset of being bothered by that no which is why I feel I don't want to say that I feel it strongly. But I do, it, it makes me suspect that you're trying to mask something. Yeah. Like, if like if you're that bent out of shape about seeing two people who don't have fuck all to do with you. Yeah, and they're just hanging out. Just hanging out, doing their thing, being a happy couple. If that bothers you, then that must mean that there's something inside of you that feels called out by that. Yeah. I will say uh, my uh, my only stipulation on the statement is I feel like high school or like underage people get uh, some level of a pass on stuff like that. Not excusing their actions because they do something out of line, they do something out of oh, line. Sure, but sure, like, sure. I wouldn't necessarily say every high schooler who acts weird about people being gay or straight or whatever is one or the other. Simply because you're in a weird time in your life. Because like I know when I was in high school, it's like gay. 
Gross. Right. But, you know, and then I grew up and I became an adult. Exactly. And I was just like, oh, your lifestyle doesn't affect me. So why should I affect your lifestyle at all? Like, why well, can't I just be like, hey, if you're into that, dope. But, like, we can still be friends. We can still hang out. Like, there's no problem. You high school I mean? is very much a microcosm of yeah. human culture, you yeah. know? And despite what we strive for and what we try to do, there is an instinctual lean towards us versus them. Yeah. So if there is an us, there has to be a them. Yep. And if my us likes girls and your them likes boys, well, then we're on opposing sides, yeah. you know? And, and that's, I'm not going to say that I didn't have that prejudice, you know? Yeah. Like, I feel like... I had many prejudices that I had to work through when mm -hmm. I became an adult because for, I mean, honestly, the main reason is life's hard enough without having to put this shit on one another. Yeah. You know? Like you said, I just, I feel like you grow up and you realize yeah. it's like, it's the same, the same, like, um, uh, not verbiage, the, the same good old saying that like, as soon as you're out of high school, Everything in high school that mattered doesn't matter anymore. Exactly. It's like as soon as you're outside of that bubble, you're like, oh, this stuff doesn't. Yep. Who cares? Nobody gives a shit. That's like, whatever, man. But. Whatever. And I also say that, uh, like, uh, I, I didn't have a stellar relationship with my dad. And I allowed that to dictate a lot of my behaviors yeah. when I was a teenager. And I remember when I had the epiphany when I graduated high school of. Oh, okay, so this was my problem then, but now that I'm out in the real world, I just kind of had to realize, like, nobody gives a shit. Nope. Like, nobody cares whether or not your dad was mean to you. And I know that yeah. sounds shitty, and there are people close to you who care, but as far as, like, that being the yeah. factor that keeps you from holding down a job, like... No, man, nobody mm -hmm. gives a shit. Like, like because regardless of what happened, you still got to make a car payment. Yeah. Like, you still got to pay your electricity bill. So it doesn't matter what happened to you in high school. You no. got to pick that. You got to knock that shit off and and be, be an adult. Yeah. I remember I had that realization, I think, at 19 that I was just like, nobody cares. Yep. I have to get off my ass. And that doesn't mean, like, the fact that nobody cares, that doesn't mean that it doesn't matter. No, no, no. Because it still impacted your development, and yeah. it still impacts your behavior. But the fact that nobody cares means that you can't just go to your power company and be like, "Oh, well, my dad was fucking mean to me when I was <laughs> like," because they don't they don't care. Yeah, like, can you imagine there's like a tab when you're paying bills. They're like, "Are you experiencing childhood trauma and you can't make your bill this week? Check here. We'll waive your bill." <laughs> Not even just like it's got the three buttons. It's like pay full amount, pay partial amount. You're sad. <laughs> <laughs> You're sad. Yeah. Well, look like I'm sad this week. Look like I'm super duper sad. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I agree. Because it's just like, I mean, because like, it's it's a weird thing to think about, but it's like everything you're experiencing, everything negative or everything positive or everything, everything that affects you, every other person has their own bubble of those things right. in some capacity or another. Not identical, but like the same stresses and non-stresses and whatever. So it's just like we're all in these bubbles and we forget that like the bubbles don't coincide. Like they exist in tandem. But they don't flush into each other right. until you become very close with somebody and then your bubbles kind of push into each other. And that's really like when you talk to each other about walls fall and you have conversations and they're like, I'm here for you. Yeah. But like that's a whole different conversation. But like overall, it's like random Joe Schmo on the street. He doesn't give a fuck. You'd be like, hey, my dad died today. He'd be like, cool. And he would keep What size walking. were his shoes? Yeah. He's like, are you having a garage sale with this yeah. stuff? Or... Yeah. Because like even though it all – like we can respect – one another and where we've all been. Yeah. We can also do that without making our problems everyone else's problem. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and that's, man. That's, that's video games for that, you, right? That, there. That's the whole thing. That's why yeah. we play video games because the childhood trauma. <laughs> well, all right, guys. Uh, that was a that was a whole lot. We mostly talked about video games. Well, I mean, we did talk about them, yeah. 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 Um, I, I should have said this last week, or we should have said this last week, but uh, if you are listening to this and you want to give us a little bit of feedback, you can uh, give us a rating, write us a review, anything like that. We're open for any kind of 
criticism, comments, concerns, you know, whatever you guys got, like there should be little tabs on, I think Apple and Spotify to allow you to like, give us a little bit of feedback and we're still working on socials and stuff to figure all that. Yeah. Still hammering out all the details, but that, that's another thing right now is that I feel like most of the people who, I mean, this is our own, only our second episode, but most of the people who are listening to this are probably people that we already know that we have actually told about this podcast word of mouth. Yeah. Um, and, since most of our current audience knows us personally, if there's anything that you'd like to hear us him and haw about uh, for an hour or so at a time, drop it in the comments, send us a message or something like that, and uh, we'd love to make you guys laugh and give you guys a good time. Yeah. Well, all right, guys. Uh, that'll be that'll be us for the week. I guess uh, we'll get you, we'll catch you guys uh, next week on uh, Sunday. Yeah, next week we're going to be talking about butt stuff exclusively, yeah. just anything to do with butts. So if you have butt comments, butt related subjects, or just butts, questions about butts, let us know. We are your uh, wealth of knowledge. All right, love you guys. All right, bye guys. <laughs>